welcome back to another Magical Wednesday. We are so excited to bring you another guide episode. You guys have really been loving these. Guide to Magic Kingdom, Guide to Disneyland. It's where we kind of embrace our knowledge and bring it upon all of you. So we are excited to bring you yet another guide, but this time it's going to be all Hollywood Studios. So stay tuned for all the information. What is up, everyone? Welcome back. Today, we are talking about one of the most popular parks in Walt Disney World right now, and that is Hollywood Studios. And as always, my name is Casey. I'm joined with my amazing co-host, Kara. I completely forgot to say that. Hey, everyone. <laughs> but yeah, so Hollywood Studios is obviously one of the most popular parks right now. I don't feel like it has a not crowded day. Kara, do you feel that way? Like, Never. it is always packed. It's always crowded. Everyone is going insane about getting a boarding group on Rise of the Resistance, which, hey, not going to lie, I go insane about that too, y'all. Kara, yes. come on. Yes. We know we do. <laughs> Something brand new, brand new Disney news that just came out today about Hollywood Studios, and we just happened to be recording this episode. So, this update, and now we do record our episodes in advance, so keep that in mind. But this was announced today that guests can actually now ride Rise of the Resistance and not have to join a boarding group. So apparently there is now, as of today, as of August 16th, a standby line for Rise of the Resistance. Kara, can you believe that? It's just, uh, my wheels are turning. Like, I didn't even get happy at first. I was like, why? But why, though? Mm-hmm. You did mention something earlier, too, when we were talking about this, about the Beauty and the Beast show coming back and mm-hmm. how it could be pulling those crowds more towards like Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, um, I believe as of yesterday when we recorded this, that the Beauty and the Beast live on stage is official, officially back. And I'm so excited. Theater is coming back into the park, friends. Um, but I think that that brings such large crowds, as you said, to Sunset Boulevard making other wait times smaller maybe this is getting more people on the ride I don't know I don't know I don't know maybe we will definitely have to see how this works um Kara I I forget when you're going back to Disney World I don't go back for another month and a couple days I don't have a countdown right now I know soon All right. All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into the meat of today's episode, right? Kara is going to take us off with some history in Hollywood Studios. I'm really excited to hear uh, about all the history. So Kara, go ahead. Take us away. Now, listeners and watchers all, do not sleep on my history sections. No. Because uh, this is for everyone. This is for people that have not been to Disney yet. And it's for people that just want to learn some interesting facts. Or maybe like myself, like I forget some of the history. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. So with Hollywood Studios, we have to go all the way back to 1985. This is when, at the time, CEO Michael Eisner announced that there was now going to be a third park in the Walt Disney World collection. Um, there was already Epcot and there was already Magic Kingdom. They, they came the same day. So it debuted um, in May 1st, 1989. This was opening day of Hollywood Studios. And interestingly enough, um, well, no, hold on. Let me backtrack. It was opening day of MGM. MGM it was right. all Hollywood Studios at, and I'm getting there. So it was opening day and they didn't really have a lot. 
<laughs> like they had the sign, welcome to MGM. They had backlot studio tours and the great movie ride. That's it. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, no, that was legitimately it. Um, and so a lot of people know MGM slash Hollywood Studios, the most changed park of Walt Disney World. You know, we walk into Epcot, their Spaceship Earth. We walk into the World Showcase. We go see the Tree of Life. The castle's there. But Hollywood Studios continuously changes. Yeah. I know um, I was never on the Great Movie Ride. And now I understand why so many people felt a connection to it because it was one of those opening day rides. Yeah. It just, it gets to me. Now, Casey, I do want to let you and the listeners know a fun fact. And, like, what a world this would have been. So, MGM was supposed to be a movie pavilion within Epcot. Huh? Yeah, exactly. So, in Epcot, we were going to have this movie pavilion of the movie magic. But the actual idea of what this pavilion was going to be grew to such a size legitimately that they made its own park that's interesting mm-hmm. wow can you guys imagine it only being like this little section of Epcot no no never especially to what it's evolved to now like no god no yeah so to dispute and to talk about this whole name thing and the once MGM, now Hollywood Studios. And I need to look at my notes. I don't know if you guys understand, but there, I have so many notes going on over here because Hollywood Studios has so much going on, right? So yeah. MGM, which is before my time, the park had a, a licensing contract, basically, between Disney and the, I'm going to say this wrong, Metro Goldwyn Mayer film studio so there was this contract between the two which is where mgm metro goldwyn goldwyn mayor came from right so that's how it's got its name but later in 2008 january to be specific the name changed to hollywood studios so we would have more of that hollywood feel so it was really about making the consumers and making the guests a part of the movie and a part of the story so that is where all of this immersion now comes from that's why we have toy story land and where the toys you enter uh, you enter the land of batu it, it is now this immersive feeling rather than just watching the movie production you're a part of it yeah and that is kind of the big old history i i mean we can talk about so much this is again the most changed park i would have loved to ride the great movie ride or back lot studio tour apparently this was like an hour long or something like it was a long ride yeah kind of crazy um so if you have written any one of those please write your experiences in the comments because I think I need to go on YouTube and kind of see if there's any footage of this as I would like to experience it myself yeah I would almost too really like to see the welcome to MGM sign I need to google that mm-hmm. we could um figure it out yeah it's it's interesting and I for me you know I'm an Epcot girl through and through Right. Casey, I feel like you're our Hollywood Studios expert. Um, And I just get confused in Hollywood Studios sometimes because, like, it's not 
Magic Kingdom, right? You don't have specific lands. You can't go in the circle like you do World Showcase. It's yeah. like you go down this street and make a left and do all this stuff. So, like, could you explain Hollywood Studios to us? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to try my absolute best. But the way you just described it, though, is so correct, right? Because every other park is basically a circle that if you just keep walking around the circle, eventually you'll find where you're going, you know? Um, but with Hollywood Studios, it's not that way. It's almost like it's kind of a circle, but then it like takes this other whole loop out here that is a bunch of other different things. So I'm going to do my best to go ahead and walk you guys through kind of what to expect. I'm going to be talking a lot. So Kara, feel free to like interject whenever you want to. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I want to hear your hot takes. I actually have, I actually have a hot take for myself in here. I'm very proud. Listen. <laughs> no, Casey doesn't give hot takes, guys. No. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started. So as you, you, right, you scan in, you're walking through the entrance of Hollywood Studios, the very first thing that you see is going to be Hollywood Boulevard, okay? So Hollywood Boulevard is kind of like the main street of Hollywood Studios. You have to enter it. There is no back entrance to, Holly, to Hollywood Studios. You have to go down Hollywood Boulevard, okay? And this is home to some really cool shops, um, Hollywood and Vine, which I've never been to, and then the 50s Primetime Cafe, which I've never been to either one of those. Kara, have you been to either one of those? I think you mean restaurants. You said shops. Did I say? Oh, sorry. Shops <laughs> and then two restaurants, Hollywood and Vine and mm -hmm. 50s Primetime Cafe. Have you been to either one of these? I haven't been to either one of those. I've been to the other one that's in a different land. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully I'll get there. Fingers crossed. Okay. So once we're walking down Hollywood Boulevard, I, in my heart, I want to say Main Street. And that's not right. Don't let me say Main Street. Okay. Well, so when you're coming down, you also have what's called um, Echo Lake. Okay. And I always know Echo Lake because there's like a giant, like dinosaur, like coming out of the water. I think it is the coolest thing but not just that so there's a lot around uh, echo lake that we're going to talk about so it is home to dockside diner which i've also never been to i actually don't know if it's open right now someone fact checked me there do you know if dockside diner is open right now i'll look it up while you're while you're talking that's do let's do that let's look it up while i'm talking all right so um this is also home to like our Famous Indiana Jones epic stunt spectacular, um, which is a really cool show that unfortunately is not open right now, but hopefully coming soon. Um, I'm also going to kind of put in Frozen Ever After is kind of in this area right here. And also the Mickey and Minnie's animated short show, which is a really cool show about Mickey and Minnie and how they've traveled through the years. It's very, very cute. And it's nice air conditioned spot if it's hot and busy at all of the studios most of the time it is. Kara, did you find that? I did. Dockside Diner on my Disney Experience app right now is temporarily unavailable. Okay, so that one is not available to us just yet, but uh, I don't know, fingers crossed, hopefully one day. I mean, heck, we don't have to have a boarding group anymore to ride Rise of the Resistance. Like, things are changing. Yeah. <laughs> so let's pop over to the other side, okay? So now we're going down what's called Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. What's wrong? Sorry. I just, I, it's so hard to imagine it. 
Like, especially someone that doesn't go as often. And I'm like, just sprinting to the rides. Like I, I can't put the streets together. So Sunset Boulevard is when you walk in and take the right. Yes, when you're walking down Hollywood Boulevard and you take a right. So Echo Lake, which is what we just talked about, is on the left. And then if you take that right, you're on Sunset Boulevard, okay? And some really cool shops are down this area, too. We have quick service restaurants and we have ice cream, um, which on a hot day, this area is a really cool place to cool off and get some ice cream and some drinks and there's shade over there. Um, But it's also home to the famous Beauty and the Beast show, which is one of my all-time favorites. And it just opened up two days ago, which is exciting. (laughs) We also have Tower of Terror over there, Rock and Roller Coaster, and then Lightning McQueen's uh, Racing Academy, which is a really cool show. And the kids absolutely love it. I say the kids, but honestly, I probably love it just as much as them. I was about to say, I love that show. I watched it for the first time and like fell in love. It's going to be a must do for me now. Right? Every single time. So great. So next up on our list is the Animation Courtyard. Okay, so this has our Brown Derby restaurant, the Little Mermaid Show, which is adorable, still closed right now, but fingers crossed, maybe soon. Okay, they have the Star Wars launch bay. So this is where you used to be able to meet uh, Darth Vader and Chewie and used to actually get close up and take pictures with them. Also, not open yet, but Fingers crossed, hopefully soon. And then you also have the Disney Junior Dance Party section over there. If you have like young, young kids, that is really, really fun for them. Um, And then I'm also going to pull this one in there, too, because it's kind of in that general area. So it's the um, it's the Walt Disney walkthrough, right? Like of his life when he started out when he was homeless and then he had this vision of Disneyland and Disney World and Epcot. And so that's really cool air conditioned walkthrough that you can do. And it's about Walt's life. I get so emotional when I walk through there and just learn everything about him. And every time I learn something different. Yeah, I was able to do it once. I did this one time um, back in April. And the first time I went to Hollywood Studios, like I didn't even know what this thing was. Right. I thought that's where you met Olaf. I was so disoriented. Um, and so we walked in and we realized that was, it was like this walkthrough museum and I highly suggest it to any Disney lover, any Walt lover, anyone that loves learning more of the history stuff that we talk about on the podcast and just like the why's. Why is the castle like this? Why did he do this? Why is there a train at every Disney resort? So it's great. Yeah, I can't agree more. It is a must do for me, at least every other trip, um, just because you learn so much. You learn so much about where you're standing, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Very cool. And I'm also going to consider in this particular land, our famous, like, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, right? It's one of our podcast favorites. We recommend it. I recommend that you rope drop it. Um, It's a very famous ride. We love it, right? Yes, absolutely. So next up, we have Pixar Place. So this is what I like to call the Incredibles wing. It is so cute. It's all about the Incredibles, which I love. You used to be able to meet Edna and uh, Mr. and Mrs. Incredible. Such a cute little area over there. Uh, we also have the Joffrey's kiosk. I can't not mention the Joffrey's kiosk over there. Okay, and Pixar Place. And the specialty drink at this particular Joffrey's is the Roundem Up Latte, which I'm pretty sure almost everyone on the podcast team has had, right? Mm-hmm. We've all had this one. Right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, very cool. So don't forget about that Joffrey's tucked away there in Pixar Place. Moving on to commentary lane, um, we have quick services over here. We have table services. Um, this is a hot take. Okay, ready for my hot take, Kara? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. <laughs> the ABC commentary is by far my least favorite quick service. I will never recommend it. I will never walk in there ever. I think it's, I don't like it at all. That's my hot take. I've never stepped foot in that building, so I can't say yes or no. No, I do know that there's a sign because I have the sign of the different TV shows. There's yes. a mixed mixed ish sign. Yes. I just appreciate that for the the biracials out there. But yes. uh, no, I've never stepped foot in that building. I've never had anything to eat there. It was on my list of things to try, but I'm glad I heard that now. Yeah, it's just it's. I would go to Backlot every single time over. It's just, it's not themed hardly at all in there. I don't know. I just don't feel like I'm in Disney. And that's sad. Oh, yeah. there's okay. my hot take. So we need to add this hot take to our Instagram. And I want to hear what the listeners have to say. Because yeah. I've, I've never been there and it, it was on my bucket list, but should I take it off? Ooh, okay. <laughs> Casey is saying take it off, but I would really like to hear the listeners' uh, opinion on that for sure. But over there, not all things are bad at the commentary lane, right? We still have the sci-fi dine-in theater, which, Carrie, you've had this one, right? Yes. Yes, yes. And then we have the baseline tap house. And then we also have Backlot Express, which I I love Backlot Express. It's one of my favorites for sure. And I'm also going to rope this into that area as well. But we also have Star Tours, which is like the OG Star Wars ride that it came along way, way, way before Galaxy's Edge. So that's the OG Star Wars ride over there in the commentary lane. Star Tours is not in Galaxy's Edge. No. I really want to make that apparent to um, people that haven't been to Disney before and the non-Star Wars lovers like myself, because I would assume that it was in this big Star Wars land and it's not. Yeah. And you'd be right. It's the OG. All right, guys. And next up, we have the Grand Avenue. So this is home to our Muppets Vision 3D show. They also have um, Pizzeria over there. And one of my absolute favorite restaurants in all of Walt Disney World, and it's Italian, which I love, okay, is Mama Melrose is back there as well. Keep in mind, you do have to have a reservation for this one. But it is one that is, I think, I think worth every penny. And it's worth grabbing that reservation for. And a lot of times I could find it day of. A lot of times I can. Yeah. Yeah, I recently tried this um, on my birthday trip. And uh, as a pasta lover in general, I mean, come on, it's perfect. It's good. It's good. Did you, you loved it? I did. Loved every minute of it. And last but not least, guys, we have two more lands that we have to discuss, which is Toy Story Land and Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, okay? And I'm actually going to hopefully not do you guys too much of a disservice, but I'm not going to discuss these two. And the reason why I'm not going to is because Kara and I recently did a deep dive in Galaxy's Edge and Toy Story Land. So I'm going to reference these two episodes if you want to know every single detail about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and Toy Story Land, please go back and listen to these episodes whenever you get time if you have not already. So 
Toy Story Land, Walking Through Toy Story Land is episode 34. And Walking Through Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is episode 42. And this is really hard for Carrie and I not discussing these two. Because let's be honest, like it's home to one of our, some of our favorite restaurants, some of our favorite rides. But I feel like we're doing those episodes a disservice if we mention those exact same things. You know what I mean? And I feel like because they're the two newest lands, there's just so much to talk about. So we don't want to rush anything. Just go back and re-listen to those episodes. Yeah, I agree. So uh, that actually does not end my talking there. I have a little bit more. So moving on to what is coming to Hollywood Studios, hopefully in 2021. Come on, guys. Like we have to have new things. Kara talked about earlier about how Hollywood Studios is constantly changing. There's always something different about it. Well, we have one new restaurant coming to Toy Story Land. And we talked about this on the Toy Story Land episode, episode 34. And it's the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue Table Service Restaurant. I'm super excited about that. Are you excited about that, Kara? Excited just for the fact that I'm hoping it will pull the crowd away from Toy Story yeah. Sandbox so I have more room for my touches. <laughs> we can't not mention the Tasha's. Like you just Okay, <laughs> I couldn't help it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's totally fine. So that new restaurant is opening up that we're super pumped for. We're super pumped to try. Obviously, as soon as we try it, we're gonna let you guys know all about it. We want to hear your thoughts on it too. Um, so keep that's do we have like an opening date on that yet? Like when it's actually opening? We just know 2021. I read in a couple articles that it is late 2021, and that's the most specific that I've found. Okay, well, cool. So something opened up in 2021. I'm, I'm here for that, okay? Um, not too much other than this, but I will say, does anyone know when uh, Fantasmic is coming back? Where is Fantasmic? Why? What are we doing? This is such a passionate topic of mine because I feel like it should have been the first show to come back before Frozen Ever After, before Beauty and the Beast, before anything else, like even the Muppets. I'm just so confused. There's so much room for people to social distance and we're away from the cast. Like it truly doesn't make any sense to me that it's not back and it worries me that it's not back. No. I am not putting anything out there, but I really feel like there's no reason for it not to be back yet. Unless they have some big, like it's changing big for the 50th. So they wanted to like revamp it or something. But like, why is the big ship ride far from everyone where everyone is able to social distance not open yet? That is weird. And I didn't even think like the worst, (laughs) like you did until now. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But like, that's my true emotional feeling. And I love Fantasmic. And I just think it's an amazing show that so many of us are passionate about and love and grew up with that. I just have, I have some questions, Disney. Yeah. I'd be concerned if they brought Indiana Jones back before they brought Fantasmic back. You know what I mean? It makes no sense. I don't understand. All right. Well, guys, we do. That is not it. We have more for you. So stick with us. We're going to take a really quick ad break, but we will be right back.
right, guys, we are back. And Casey and I, of course, during these guide episodes, love to give you our insiders. Now, we both have different park experiences, so we have different insiders. And you can take some things from mine, some things from Casey, make it a perfect little trip. So, um, Casey, do you want to go first or want me to go first? I want you to go first. Of course. Okay. So (laughs) my insider, and these are kind of tips as well. My tip number one is if you have the ability in your trip to spend two days here or even a day and a half, please take it. Um, I even say that more than Magic Kingdom because everything at Hollywood Studios is a hit ride. And I mean, like, you want to go on tower, you want to go on rock and roller, literally, there's no filler rides, there's no teacups, there's no, like, rides like that. So it's just, you want to get on everything. And there's simply not enough time. Um, I know, on my previous trip, you know, we had to cut one or two things that we wanted to do, or like not be able to go shopping in the stores and things like that, because you really have to pick and choose without fast passes being available right now. So in order for you to ease your mind, spend a little bit extra time there. Yeah. Well, I love that you mentioned like there's no filler rides in Hollywood studios because technically in Hollywood studios, the shows are my fillers, Mm -hmm. you know, like Indiana Jones, Frozen Ever After, Mickey and Minnie's, like the short, you know, mm-hmm. um, but all of those shows are open right now. So especially that inside tip is great in this season that we're in. You know what I mean? Yes. And th- these could be subject to change if fast passes come back um, or anything else. But right now, these are these are the tips. Um, my second one is to rope drop Millennium Falcon or Tower of Terror. And I say this for some reasons. Mm-hmm. So I, I normally would say Mickey and Minnie's or like whatever your favorite is. But <laughs> Hollywood Studios to me has become the hottest park. I am dripping of sweat like an hour after I get there. And it doesn't matter what ride you're in. It's just hot. The sun is beaming down on you. Um, so I say in my experiences that Millennium Falcon and Tower have the highest wait times and their queues are also outside for the most part. Right. Um, so you're going to be spending a lot of time out there. Um, the Mickey and Minnie, they have these umbrellas over the queues now. So you can get a little bit of shade and then you watch the next umbrella, get a little bit of shade. Yeah. Um, but those, that's my suggestion to rope drop one of those so you don't have to wait. I would love to ride it more than once, but the, the possibilities of that without waiting two hours is just so low. Yeah. Um, And then my third one is to watch at least one movie of Star Wars before you go. Understand who the white army men are. (laughs) Understand that Kylo Ren and Darth Vader are not the same person, which is what I thought. (laughs) BB-8 is not R2-D2. I can officially say these names. But (laughs) the first time, I had no idea what was going on. Apparently, in that Star Wars launch bay that we could, you can go and meet the characters. I was telling everyone when we got back from the trip that, oh, yeah, I met Darth Vader, blah, blah, blah. Apparently, it's not Darth Vader. It's Kylo Ren. And no one decided to tell me this. So I'm going around telling people the wrong thing. So, yeah. Uh, specifically seven, eight, or nine, if you have to choose one of the movies, because that's what it's kind of based off of. But yeah, you know, 
Don't be like, just watch I just can imagine you like trying to show someone a picture, be like, look, I took a picture with Darth Vader. And they're like, that's Kylo Ren. I still don't know who the, oh my God, they start with W's, but the little grizzly bears, they're my favorite. And I love, I love Jar Jar Binks. I know him by name. Jar Jar, he's amazing. Um, He's found nowhere in the parks, which really upsets me. You but know. they have the little the they have the little grizzly bears in the park and they start something with a W. Oh my god. No, 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 no. They're Ewoks. Ewoks. Yeah, I call them the grizzly bears. I was gonna call them walks, but then I'm like, that's not right. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that's my advice. Watch at least one movie so you don't go around looking like a crazy person like Kara. <laughs> we should do like what not to do. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, no, I love that insider tip. I think that's great. Is it my turn? It is. Please uh, enlighten us. Enlighten us. Okay. Okay. So my very first insider tip would be that if you are trying to get a boarding group for Rise of the Resistance in the 1 p.m. slot, so you've missed your 7 a.m. slot, that's okay. It happens. You're trying to get it at one. Make sure that you are not around people. Do not try to crowd in big areas of people and try to get a boarding pass. Your chances are so much smaller. Make sure that you try to spread out and find a place where nobody is around. Don't be on Disney Wi-Fi and just pray for the best. That's my, like one of my insider tips and something that I've missed a lot is be trying to do it at one and being around a crowd of people and not being able to get one. So it's the most unfortunate thing. More, you know, yeah, you know, so my next one would be to mobile order early, at least for lunch. Now, if you are planning on eating at Woody's lunchbox, you're going to have to mobile order at like 9 30, 10 o'clock in the morning. If you want a lunch slot, you know, if you don't plan on eating until two or three and you want Woody's lunchbox, it might not be a huge deal if you wait. Um, but that is one thing that I will say is go ahead and when you get in the parks, go ahead and know where you're going to eat lunch and mobile order early if it's a quick service. I've missed on that one too. We these technically are not our insider tips, but what not to do. Because yep. <laughs> we have done this. <laughs> yep. My last and final insider, okay, is the frozen sing along. Everyone knows that Casey is a huge frozen fan, okay? But y'all, this is for everyone. Everyone in the family will love it. The jokes are not for like your five or eight-year-old girls, like. The adults get the jokes. It is amazing. My husband is not a Frozen fan, but he loves to do the Frozen act, frozen uh, sing-along with me every single time we go. It's a must-do. Um, don't bypass that one just because you're not an eight-year-old girl. You will love it. It's great. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, these insiders are really, um, don't do what Kara and Casey have previously done tips. <laughs> Oh my goodness. We're changing so, the name. <laughs> yes, I, I guess so. And like for our listeners, we know that there's just so much going on. There's so much to know. There's so much to understand. And we want to just decompress you, right? You just had a lot going on. Um, so let's just play a game. 
I, I thought of this in my head and I was like, how can I torment Casey this episode now? <laughs> or I really just wanted to play a game with our listeners, Casey, and like see how much they know too. And I love when people have those little question boxes on their stories, Instagram stories, and I can see if I got anything right. Probably not. But I mean, let's try it anyway. I'm going to tell you guys some Hollywood Studios rides or attractions, and I will give you three years and you'll have to pick the correct one. Oh, that's much better. Okay. Yes. It's not going to be like, when was this? And Casey says 1825 or something. Uh, I will give you a multiple choice so that our listeners can play along. Love it. All right. So here is the first one. And if everyone, if anyone watched the behind the attractions, you should know this answer, but when did Star Tours open? Was it 1989, 1979, or 1993? <laughs> okay, I had to laugh because, first of all, the second answer was 79. The park didn't open until 89. So I'm going to throw that one out. <laughs> okay. Um, I. I I think that this was one that was open, like on the opening year. So I'm going to say 89. You are correct. It is 1989. And I specifically threw that 79 in there to see if you and our listeners were paying attention to our history lesson. History comes in. I don't even like history in school, but I love Disney history. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's fun. Okay. Here's our next one. Okay. When did the ride Tower of Terror open? 1989, 1994, or 2000? Yeah, I'm going to say 2000. You are going to say the incorrect answer because the correct answer is 1994. Oh, I was six years. I was way off. Jeez. The only reason I remember that is because I know Tower of Terror and I are the same age. I was born in 94 as well. So that's the only reason that one sticks in my brain. Sure. Sure. Well, all right. Kara won. Casey won. <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay, everyone. Listeners. Fantasmic. We all love it. But when did Fantasmic, the show, open? 1995, 1998, or 2003? Read me. Tell me again. Nine, you said 98. Mm-hmm. 1995, Five. 1998, or 2003? I'm going to say 95. Oh, I'm sorry again, Casey. It is 1998. (laughs) This is impossible. I hope the listeners are getting these right because I'm failing. (laughs) Some listeners that are um, older than us might have been there for these openings, Um, right? Yeah. I, I just feel so lucky to, you know, be here during the 50th, but like the people that were there during the 25th or people that were there when Disney opened, like I can only imagine how many of these dates that they have in their heads. 
crazy. Okay. Halfway through next one, toy story mania. Okay. Not the land, the ride toy story mania, 2003, 2008, 2010. 2008. Ding, ding, ding. Casey got one right. Yes. Yes. Toy Story Mania came out before Toy Story Land or Slinky Dog. Yep. So if you listen to our Toy Story episode, you can hear a little bit more about that. Yep. Okay, Mrs. Frozen fan, when did the Frozen sing-along come to Hollywood Studios? 2014, 2016, or 2018? Dang, the years are so close, you know, so I can't eliminate easily. Okay, so I know it's not 2018. It's got to be 16. Okay. For those of you that aren't watching on YouTube right now, Casey went like this. She mouthed the word four and I thought she was going to get it right. She answered 2016, but the correct answer is 2014. That is when the Frozen sing-along came to Hollywood Studios. And it is. Uh, I wanted to put these years close together because so many people get confused with when Frozen, the sing-along, the Frozen ride over at Epcot, and Frozen 2 all came out. So it's close together. All All right, right, guys. We just have one more. Um, And this is the Mickey and Minnie, the meet and greet, where they star at the red carpet. This is across from ABC Commissary. Yeah. Um, over in Commissary Lane. Was it 1992, 2004, or 2016? Whoa, those years are really far, far apart. So you said 92, 9, no. 92, 04, or 16? I'm going to guess 04. 2016, the answer is yes. It came a lot later. I would have guessed 1992. It's Hollywood. It's old Hollywood. Like, I would have thought it came super early, but no, it's newer. It's only five years old. Wow. That's amazing. Well, I hope we all learned so much there. I know I did. Yes. There's so much to do. There's so much to see all in Hollywood studios. And what the podcast would like for you guys to do is tag us in one of your favorite Hollywood studios pictures, a picture of yourself, your family, your dog, your favorite food, the dinosaur over in Echo Lake. We don't care what it is. Just share your stories out on Instagram or Pinterest or anything else and tag us. We would love to see them. Yes. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us on this guide to Disney's Hollywood Studios. It has been an amazing time from the history to the quiz. We hope that you guys learned with us and learned what we have done in the past so you do not repeat it. (laughs) This is Kara and Casey signing off. We hope you have a magical Wednesday and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.